Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. This is another one of our Thought Leader Nuggets. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and what I'm going to be talking about today are three more principles from my number one best-selling book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion. So the principles we're going to talk about today are principle number eight, first off, and that's get the best coach, not just a great coach. So let me tell you a story. In 1990, my dear friend, Mark McCoy, was approached by his good friend, Colin Jackson of the UK, who at the time was the number one hurdler in the world. Colin asked Mark, who was in retirement at that time, to come to the UK and train with him and his coach, Malcolm Arnold, who was the best hurdles coach in the world. Now, Mark jumped at the chance. He moved to the UK and began training with Colin Malcolm right away. Now, on the first day at the track, Malcolm said to Mark, go run over the hurdles one time for me. Like a good soldier, Mark saluted and went out and did exactly as he was told. It took him all of 13 seconds to do that. Malcolm noticed something, though, that no one else who'd ever worked with Mark had ever noticed before. He noticed that Mark's left foot was slightly crooked whenever he landed on it, such that he lost about an inch versus if his foot had landed straight. So he told Mark what he noticed. Initially, Mark was unimpressed. He said to Malcolm, I came all this way for an inch. Come on. Malcolm looked at him and said, but ah, it's not just an inch. You actually take 39 strides with your left leg in a race. It's actually 39 inches. Now that changed everything. 39 inches in an Olympic race, like the 110 meter hurdles, was often the difference between first place and fourth place, between a gold medal and no medal. So he told Mark, concentrate and your foot's going to go straight. So Mark did what he was told. He ran over the hurdles one or two more times, concentrating on his foot going straight, and the problem was solved. Now, two years later, at the Barcelona Olympics, during the 110-meter high hurdle finals, Mark got off to his patented bullet start and went on to win the Olympic gold medal. And his winning margin was just 39 inches. I get goosebumps every time I tell that story. This is a powerful principle. For 13 years, Mark had been one of the top hurdlers in the world. He'd worked with some great coaches and had some great training partners, but no one, not his coaches, not his training partners, not even he himself had caught this mistake for 13 years. And he was a very accomplished athlete, right? Winning national and international championships and setting two world records during that time period but he never won the big races such as the Olympics of the World Championships. In his very first training session with the best coach in the world, he got the coaching that made the difference that made him the Olympic champion and the oldest person ever to win his event. And it took all of 13 seconds for that coach to make that difference. 13 years of frustration versus 13 seconds of gold medal coaching. Now, the questions you want to ask yourself right now are, 
Do you have the best possible coaching in the areas of life that are important to you? If you do, great. But if you're like most people and you don't, how can you find out who are the very best coaches and go and engage with them? It can save you years of frustration. Maybe you're in a situation where you're not sure who the best coaches are. The question to ask yourself in this situation is, how can I keep increasing the quality of coaches and coaching that I'm getting? So let me share a success story with you. My good friend, Micah Monroe, he used to be a top performing real estate agent with Remax in Toronto. His rise to the top ranks uh, at Remax in the past several years had been meteoric, where he doubled his gross commission income from a quarter million to 500,000 in just one year. His goal for the next year was to increase it again to like 800K, but that year didn't start off so great. And he began to doubt himself. And doubt is deadly because doubt kills a warrior. So he decided to join my coaching program, Finish Line Thinking. And I quickly saw that what was getting in his way was his doubts. His doubts were preventing him from taking committed action. So we created a series of daily rituals for him to follow to get him into a peak state and had him commit to daily prospecting again. He took it on like a true champ within two months. His doubts melted away, and the results on the board had him on track, not just to hit 800K, but to hit a million bucks. And here's what he had to say. He said, I'm a big believer in coaching, and I haven't continued to work with some great coaches. They've been a big part of my success, but working with Nikki and his Finish Line Thinking program brought something to me that none of my other coaches had done, and that's a rock-solid focus on having the mindset of a champion performer. The work we've done together has made a massive difference for me in a short period of time, and Nikki says this, the doubt kills the warrior, or the warrior kills the doubt, and I've killed the doubt. God bless you, Micah. Okay, so principle number nine, develop the heart of a champion. Champions have the biggest hearts. A true champion is generous and giving of himself, his time, his knowledge, and his support. There's a lie that's out there that anyone who's successful, who's ever made something of himself, did it by stabbing someone else in the back, stepping on people or stealing from them. While it's true that there's some people who get ahead this way, a true champion never does. Let me again illustrate this with a powerful story from my good friend Mark McCoy. When he was 18 years old, he met the then holder of the 110-meter hurdles world record, the great Ronaldo Nehemiah. They're both running at a track meet being held at the old Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. In the finals, Ronaldo came in first and Mark came in last. After the race, Mark plucked up his courage and went up to Ronaldo and asked him for his advice on what he should do to get better. And to Mark's astonishment, Ronaldo sat down with him for an hour and gave him a complete plan to take him to the next level. Mark followed his advice and it paid off. He got himself a scholarship to a big university in the US. That taught him and me something powerful. He used to think successful people didn't have the interest or the time to help others. He thought that they'd want to keep their secrets to themselves so they could stay ahead of the competition. Ronaldo showed Mark just how wrong he was back then. For Mark, this was an important learning. And since then, Mark and I have learned that the most successful people want to give back, contribute to others. Sometimes this fulfills them more than anything else they do. A true champion has a heart of gold. He uplifts those around him by the power of his example and by sharing his knowledge. That's the mark of real greatness. Where and how can you be more generous, especially as someone who's seeking a mentor? How can you give more than you're currently giving? So let me tell you about my friend, Max Carbone. He's the founder and the principal consultant at Teamworks. And since then, he's actually started a real estate brokerage uh, in the West Coast of Canada, okay? So Max has a really, really unique problem. He's got so much business 
that he couldn't handle it all by himself. So when he joined the Finish Line Thinking program, he really took this principle to heart. And he set the stage for increasing the size of his business by taking more time off, by bringing in people to help him deliver on the projects that he's taking on with his clients. In his industry, it's a real rarity for owners to bring in their potential competitors to do work with and to get cozy with their customers. But Max didn't see it that way. He saw it as an opportunity to help some colleagues grow and expand their capacities and their businesses. And as a result, he's now in a position to double his time off in his income. And he, actually, he did that. And he moved to the West Coast and he started a fantastic real estate brokerage and he's doing tremendously well. And here's what he had to say. He said, hey, Nikki and the Finish Line Thinking Program have been truly great for me and for my company Teamworks. I am by nature a generous person and it's wonderful to have a hard-nosed business coaching program. Validate generosity is a key success tool. God bless you, Max. And principle number 10, you're either addicted or committed. So commit. You either run by your addictions or by your commitments. And what do I mean by that? Here's a couple examples. You may say you got a commitment to get up at 6 a.m. every day and work out, but when the alarm rings, you hit the snooze button repeatedly and you don't get up till 6.45. This leaves you no time to work out. Here, you're addicted to sleep and that addiction went out over your commitment to work out. You may say you're committed to eating healthy as a way of life, but when you go to your friend's party and they offer you double A or chocolate cake made with extra sugar, you have three pieces. Here, you're addicted to the cake and that addiction defeated your commitment to eat healthy. You may say you're committed to doubling your sales this year, but instead of making prospecting calls two hours a day, you go surf the web or clean up your desk. Your addiction distracting yourself is defeating your commitment to increasing your sales. Champions are committed. They don't sleep in. They don't eat chocolate cake. They don't go out drinking Friday night. They go to bed early. They wake up early. They eat right. And they cut out the alcohol because they're committed to winning and not addicted to sleeping, eating cake, boozing it up on a Friday night. They don't distract themselves by surfing the web or straightening out their desk. They make prospecting calls day in and day out. They make sales appointments and they close sales because they're committed to winning and not to distracting themselves with trivia. Now, are you run by your commitments or by your addictions? If you're honest with yourself, you realize that like all of us, you've got some commitments and some addictions. So ask yourself this question. In what areas can I move out of being addicted and into being committed? Okay. Let me tell you a success story. And this success story is me because I'm not only the founder and the head thinking coach of the Finish Line Thinking Program, I'm also a client, kind of like Cy Sperling in the hair club for men. <laughs> One of my addictions prior to learning this principle had been to distract myself by surfing the internet instead of making prospecting calls. If you're in sales and I submit that you, like all of us are, then you can relate to this. Almost anything appears to be more fun than making calls. My addiction to distracting myself was winning over my commitment to make prospecting calls. I took this principle on and began living more for my commitment than for my addiction. I made lots of prospecting calls in the latter half of last year. The result was fantastic. I started the year spectacularly strong. I doubled my revenues over the second half of last year in just one month. And I've increased my sales. And right now it's May from last year already. And to quote the great size Sperling of the Hair Club for Men, I'm not only the president of the Finish Line Thinking Program, I'm also a client and a very satisfied one at that. So guys, those are three powerful principles from how to think and win like a champion. And I advise you to take these on. Look at how you can implement them in your own life. The sooner, the better. Okay. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. Thanks for listening to The Thought Leader Nuggets. To find out more about today's incredible, incredible session, make sure you go 
to Amazon and you order the book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion, or go to the website, finishlinethinking.com and check it out over there. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 